everything that has ever gone down in my life that's felt like the end of the world or super scary. It's just like, okay, all I have is right now and I'm going to make the best of right now and what I do have and what I'm grateful for. And then as things come or as I'm in the middle of them or at the front of them, I'm like, I'm going to get through this. Everybody can get through hard things. Welcome to the Earn Your Happy Podcast. I'm Lori Harder, founder of The Bliss Project, three-time fitness world champion, fitness expert, and cover model turned self-love junkie, lifestyle entrepreneur, and author. Each week, I'll bring you a guest or a thought that will help you bust through your fears, connect to your soul, and get focused and clear so you can elevate your life, business, and relationships. We don't wait until we're ready for someone to tell us we're good enough. We take what we want and we anoint ourselves. Get ready to earn, own, and unapologetically rock your happiness every single day. Are you with me? Here we go. Hello, Evans. Hello, Lori. Welcome back to another episode of questionably awesome, where we answer your questions. Yes. Yes. (laughs) So we're really enjoying that questionably awesome has really caught on. It's trending right now. We have at least four listeners. Mom, dad, mom, dad. Yeah. Two sets. (laughs) So we're getting up there in the world. Thanks for listening. Thanks for listening, mom and dad. What do you want to (laughs) know? All right, guys. So I will probably tell that joke about 27 more times because it has not gotten old yet. Nope. Um, So I want to know, Evans, what's new in your world in the last week Ooh, I'm doing a yoga challenge that I'm really enjoying. Tell me about it. Um, Well, you have to do 24 out of 28 days of yoga. That's a lot. It's a lot of yoga. Yeah. But they have all kinds of classes. So you can do some slow ones. You can do some hard ones. You can just lay there on your mat the whole time. You do you. Does anybody ever just lay there on the mat the whole time? Never seen it. But there's no judgment if you do. You want to take that on as your challenge? I kind of do because I'm hurting. (laughs) I'm in pain. You say, you know what? I'm actually doing the most challenging challenge because it is a big ego slam to just lay here. Right. Good night. Bye. (laughs) That would be so great. Okay. So for those people who don't know about yogs, could you explain a little bit about the different types of yoga that you have been doing? Um, It's hot (laughs) yoga. I think it's vinyasa yoga. Okay. So they do three different flows and they each get a little harder and then you Mm -hmm. do a little yin at the end, which Ah. is what the longer poses, I think. Yes, totally. Feel free to correct me, everyone, because Mm -hmm. that's probably wrong. (laughs) Don't you wish all your teachers said that like in front of the classroom? Hey guys, hey third graders, feel free to correct me because this alphabet probably wrong. It's wrong. <laughs> we got 29 letters in the alphabet. <laughs> and ask your mom because I don't know. Because I don't know, but thanks for being here today. That might not be right. <laughs> so yeah. uh, let you know on the test. Yoga. Yoga. Okay. What's new in your world? What's new in my world? Um, you know, we're bliss planning. So yes. that's been super fun because at it, okay, so honestly this bliss is really stretching me because every bliss stretches me, but this one really I the the theme is kind of to give yourself the permission that you need and there's a couple other themes, but I'm not going to tell you yet. Nope. And 
So I, I thought if I don't give myself the permission, I need to step into something really freaking scary. Then I, how can I tell them to give themselves permission to do something scary? So this is kind of the theme of my life. Like, I don't want to ask people to do something if I'm not going to show it because I, uh, I think one of the most important things for me, my whole life has been, I need to see it. Like I need to understand what it actually looks like. And then I need the journey explained to me so that I can know what to expect and what's actually real. Because if we don't know what to expect on the journey, like when a yoga teacher, when you're getting in, you're trying new things or you're in a room that's really intimidating. If they just got in there and they didn't explain like, here's how you're going to feel. Here's the thoughts that are running through your head. Here's what's probably going on with you right now. You might feel panicky or you might be really afraid to stay in this room as the room gets hotter. How hot is the room going to get? Like people have to tell you the path or a lot of times what happens is you're going to bail. So too scared, too scared. That should be like a rapper's name, like too short. And I'd be too scared, <laughs> too scared. <laughs> Yo, this too scared. Um, <laughs> okay. So, <laughs> and there it is. Oh, there. So yeah, I'm doing some real scary stuff. This project is going to be amazing. Yeah. And you know what? I totally have you doing some scary stuff there too that you don't know about yet. Oh, cool. I hope I'm teaching yoga because (laughs) Lord knows I'm qualified for it. I don't have you doing scary stuff. (laughs) Not yet. (laughs) Give me a pause to drink this drink. Okay. Uh, You know what's great? What? I have a review of the week for you. Shut your face. I really do. Let's hear it. It's from Jesse B. 1981. You're going to love this. Okay, I'm ready. I have followed Lori's podcast for over two years and a few months ago moved across the country and lost my self-development groove. In turn, I recently found out found myself in a rut, feeling alone and unworthy. While I knew deep down I would find a way back, I had to think of what I needed. On my drive back from Virginia to Wisconsin... Uh, back oh. to Virginia from Wisconsin. Yeah. I listened to over 20 podcasts back to back and felt revived and resuscitated. I hate to say how long it's been since I've tuned in, but my new favorite episodes are Q&A with her assistant Evans. <laughs> <laughs> they are awesome and hilarious. You're going to love this ending. Just the vibes I need to surround myself with until I find more of my own tribe. Love you, juggernauts. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. Amazing Jessie review. B. That review just made my entire day. You know what? I'm just going to go with that made my entire week. That was so sweet. That was so incredibly sweet. Um, What are we sending? I don't know. What should we send this time? That was a really good review. What was her name? Jessie B. So it could be a girl or a guy. I don't know. We don't know. I'm going to say maybe we send a mug because Jessie B. I think Jessie's a girl, but. But maybe not. Yeah. And. If you're driving in the car, I bet they're some kind of drinker, like a, 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 a coffee or tea drinker. Whoa, 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 whoa. So, Jesse, we're sending you a earn your happy flask. Yeah. Just if you're driving for that long, you know. If you've been driving, you know that you need a little something. No. Just kidding. You need no. caffeine in a coffee yes. mug. Clarity, 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 clarity is key in this world. Yes. Things are taken so wrong that we are going to be extra clear. We're going to be extra clear here. Call me Saran Wrap because I'm. Uh, you can so see clear. through me. You can see through you. And yeah. we're promoting drinking coffee or tea in, in your the car. car. All right. So Evans, do you have a, um, (laughs) 
So that's all we have for today. Uh, what is your quote based on how you're feeling right now? Because I clicked out of mine. So, <laughs> oh, okay. My quote comes from the book, Tiny Beautiful Things, written by Cheryl Strayed. And it says, you have to pay your own electric bill. You have to be kind. You have to get it, give it all you got. You have to find people who love you truly and love them back with the same truth. But that's all. Mm. Isn't that nice? It is nice. So why is that? I just like the simplicity of it because sometimes you get in your head and it's like, look, you're paying your bills. You're being nice to people. Mm -hmm. You're doing the best you can. Relax. Exactly. I love that. Me too. And to be quite honest with you, like I've been so in that place right now of just like, what's really important? Mm -hmm. Because we can, we all make up these fake worlds in our head for real. And they can so be made up, uh, uh, you know, made up by who we're listening to, what we're listening to, what we're looking at on social media. And it's just so crazy to me, the social media world. So it's kind of like, what is actually real for you and what's most important. So I love yeah. that. Thanks for sharing that. Okay. You're welcome. What's your quote? I lost my original quote, which oh, was just okay. the best quote ever. I can say that now because it's gone and you'll never know. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but I just found this awesome quote. Okay. So Amy Morin, not sure, but this she is sound, her quote. She sounds nice. Yeah. Amy. Thanks, Ames. Choosing to avoid uncomfortable feelings offers immediate short-term relief, but avoidance can lead to long-term consequences. And I, I just mm. think that this is such a good quote because it's like there's so much stuff that we, um, you know, it's kind of it's kind of interesting because it's almost like a little bit opposite of what you said, but at the same time, it's important to like what yes. is important and what's important to feel, and what are you avoiding? Like, what if there's just a conversation that you could have? That could totally make you feel a million times better. Just free you up. Yes. Instead of being like, okay, I'm avoiding this feeling. I'm avoiding this feeling. I'm avoiding it. And what if you just had someone that you felt like a safe space that you could bring it up and Mm -hmm. you could say how you feel and you could work through it together? It happens every day. Every day for me. I'm a verbal processor. So sometimes I come in to poor Evans and now Dakota too at our dining room table because that's where they work most of the days. And I'm just like... What are you doing? Doesn't matter. I'm going to tell you everything I'm feeling right now. (laughs) No. Are you doing something important? Here it is. Well, it's important to process things. Yeah. I'm like, um, I don't know. I was going to say name something that's like a food processor, but. But you're not like that. Well. (laughs) (laughs) Food processors. I don't know. That's just scary. I don't like that. Yeah. But they really make some nice purees. They do. Yeah. Like some foods that you wouldn't want to eat and hardened. Like a celery stick. Although I love I a celery stick. I don't know stick. if I've had celery puree. Like celery juice? Yeah. I don't think that's a food processor. <laughs> oh, that's not. That's a juicer. That's a juicer. But I like where your mind is going. <laughs> and that's it, everyone. Do you drink celery juice? Mm, no, but I love creation and doesn't some don't they have some celery in their juices? They do. And you know what? The celery juice is the rage out here right now. It's trending. In addition to this podcast. Like when you're a vegetable, are you like waiting for your moment? Yeah. Are you like, when when am I going to be trendy? Like poor carrots right now. I know. I feel like they haven't been talked about in a while. They haven't. I feel like it's been very beets and, oh, uh, Brussels sprouts. Oh, for sure. Avocado had its day. Yeah. Now it's kind of like, well. Yeah. We're like, do we really want to pay $2 extra? No, (laughs) but I will. (laughs) So do you think celery is going to be on shirts soon? I think so, but I don't know. They need some better puns. I know. 
It's not a very like with beat. You can be like, you can have so many good ones. Turn up the beat. Yeah. That's a good one. I don't really know any other ones. Give it like turn up. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. The beat. Yep. I've seen those shirts a lot. Those are cute. Yeah. That is cute. Celery needs one like sell her real Real estate. Just kidding. Celery. Just kidding. Okay. This is getting terrible. (laughs) Anybody out there? What's the, what is the question? (laughs) Okay. (laughs) This is a great question. It comes from at Natalie C. Turner. She says, how how to be high vibe while waiting. Example, when you're hearing, waiting to hear about a work opportunity, test results, et cetera. How do you stay high vibe? Ooh, this is a good one. Okay. So let me put myself in your position for a minute because I've definitely been there where you are like, (laughs) you're not hearing back right away because first of all, let's just say how companies, people, tests, all of these things normally work is they take their darn time, right? They literally are just like, your timeline is like, great. We did that. Now tell me tomorrow. And they're like, um, I have a million things going on. And this is while, while you might even be amazing, this is absolutely not top on the list, you know, for their priorities. So first of all, breathe easy, knowing that it's not you, they're not getting back to, or, you know, that, whatever it is that you're worrying about is probably not something at all you should be worrying about. So Mm -hmm. that's number one. Give yourself some breathing room. Number two is to always think the best. Like always think about, always think about when you get it. Like picture yourself in the position, picture yourself acing the test, picture yourself getting the results back in the best way. And I know some people are like, well, I can't like lean in and put everything on the line for if I get it because blah, blah, blah. What's the, what's the, because blah, blah, blah. Like who cares if you put everything on the line? Like, so you get let down big deal, but I will tell you the energy of staying in the belief that it is happening, that you are acing it, that you are getting the job, that everything is going your way is going to help tilt everything into your favor. So, and if for some reason you don't get it, Okay. So then you deal with the disappointment when it comes up. Do not sit in the future and make up things that are painful. Like only create a beautiful future. Yeah. Like only create a beautiful image of the future because at the end of the day, like if you do or don't get it, you still get to just live the life that you're living right now. Yes. You know what I mean? Like, and you can make it what you want. And it's going to be so much better if you're already in that positive mindset. Yes. If the worst results come, then at least I bet something good is going to come out of that with your nice attitude. I totally agree. And that just made me just think of something else too. Like even if, um, you know, dependent upon it's even test results of something that you're worried about Mm -hmm. in life, I have adopted the idea that you just deal with things when they come and when they come, you will get through them. And I think that everything that is has ever gone down in my life that's felt like the end of the world or super scary, it's just like, okay, all I have is right now and I'm going to make the best of right now and what I do have and what I'm grateful for. And then as things come or as I'm in the middle of them or at the front of them, I'm like, I'm going to get through this. Yes, you are. Everybody can get through hard things. Of course. And there will be a crazy emotional spike and that will, you'll get through that too. Yes, so, you will. So stay on the positive side always. I love that. Do you What's want another question? question? I loved it. Thank you for 
Uh, sending in that question. Who was that from again? Natalie C. Turner. Natalie C. Turner. Thank you for that awesome question. That was a great question. Mm -hmm. The next one comes from at Sig's Fitbits, and they ask some tips on hosting your first workshop event. Ooh, this is a fun one. Okay, depending upon... (laughs) Depending upon how big it is, obviously the... Uh, the tips will be different, but I'm guessing if it's your first one, you're probably doing something a little bit smaller. I first want to say you're going to need a plan, but know that the plan is probably not going to be what you actually do that day. Yeah. Like you'll follow it, but everything that you're thinking, I say, have the plan and be willing to surrender, like really adopt that. Cause what's going to happen is once you get into the energy of the room, you will actually feel, and hopefully you'll open with, why did you come here? Oh, so this is a great tip. First Ooh, tip. What? <laughs> first tip, take the uh, temperature of the room. So what I do okay. a lot is, yes, I'll have all my content. Like I even did this at Bliss Project. Mm-hmm. I'll have my content around what I want to cover. But a lot of times I'll ask them in the beginning, why did you come here? What do you most want? What are we most feeling right now? And everything will tell me what to focus on the most. If if yeah. the whole room is in a lot of fear, I'm going to focus, obviously, more of my content is going to be on fear. So I'm not going to go into content on something that's not relevant to the room that no one is asking for. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to expand on the piece that maybe I made around fear um, and I'm going to let go of another piece because what happens is even on, even on on my podcast, when I get, um, I've completely let go of my lines of questions. Like I'll put questions Mm -hmm. down in case I need them. But if the conversation is going in a different direction, don't, actually pull the momentum and the the energy of the conversation by thinking you need to go back to your questions. So open up with questions on why did they come here? Yeah. What are they most excited about? And then here's another good one for a workshop. What? Deflect. I know it sounds crazy, but oh. have them, if you're nervous in the beginning of a workshop, because I'm guessing if this is your first one, you might be nervous. Yeah. And I still do this to this day and I've had lots <laughs> Yes. And I need to get grounded in the beginning. So I need to build that in for myself. So what I do is I do that. I take the temperature mm-hmm. and then I have them share with each other. So then the room connects and the the focus is off of me, having them feel like they came for me and make them realize they came for each other. And I also like to point out how much wisdom they all have. So again, I'm not, it takes the pressure off of them thinking they came for like me being some sort of teacher or or guru and I'm a guide and Mm -hmm. that they have so much wisdom that I'm just teaching and showing them how to tune into their own. So not only does that take a lot of pressure off of me of thinking I have to create a transformation, it lets them know they actually have to get into the position of creating the transformation for themselves. And that's been really, really powerful for me and for them. And for them. Yeah, because then they know the power is all inside of them. So I think those are great ways to start off your workshop. I think that's awesome advice. Now, if this is a woodworking workshop you're asking about, you are screwed (laughs) because I just gave you terrible advice. No, you didn't because they can still be excited about the wood that they've come here to make. And maybe they'll be like, oh, you brought pine. I brought oak. (laughs) You know? That is so true. It's true. Yeah. We could turn any type of woodworking wood shop into (laughs) self-development. Yes. These guys will be like, I thought I was just making a a wooden bird. I had no idea that I was actually unlocking the bird of my soul. Fly away, little bird. Tweet. (laughs) Tweet, tweet. (laughs) 
Bye, Bird. Anyway. Next question. <laughs> the next question comes from at Lauren Rich Rochelle Quigley. I hope I pronounced that correctly. Um, she asks, what is your favorite tip for getting your creative juices flowing? Ooh, I mean, I'd probably say like a mix of um, champagne, vodka, and chocolate. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> Yeah. Although one time I had, I feel like it was like this one time at band camp, I I was writing some spoken word and I was like, you know what would make this way more fun is if I had champagne by myself right now. Yeah. And I was like, oh, Lori, this is a bad idea. And I was like, but I think it's a good idea. I had one glass, wrote the best poem ever. See? Telling you, yeah. nothing is off the table, you guys. Like, no. and I was like, maybe this isn't spiritual to be drinking champagne while I write spoken word. That spoken word was so good because it was infused with bubbles. There you go. <laughs> it was extra sparkly. <laughs> and Albert Einstein said that, and I'm pretty sure it was Albert Einstein. Um, when he drank champagne, he said it was like drinking the stars. I, I'm pretty sure it was Albert Ooh, Einstein. Oh, I love that. Mm-hmm. And I love champagne. Me too. Delicious. This is not an ad, this but we'd like it to be. Yeah. So, you know, if you're a champagne company, we would love for you to sponsor us. Yep. We might even drink it during this. Yep. That would be really fun. Oh, yeah. And <laughs> and a problem. Yep, a problem. So, <laughs> a little more loose a tongue. All right. <laughs> the question. The question. The about real question. Juices well, well, that really was an answer. Yeah. But I don't highly suggest that unless it's like a one-off because yeah. otherwise, to be quite honest, champagne can kind of put me in a different place. A very fun place, but maybe not a creative place. Not for so, every time. Not every time. Oh, I wanted to answer this question so bad because people have this idea about creativity that like you have to like sit down and write when creativity strikes or mm-hmm. you have to wait for creativity to come to start writing. People I, people have literally said to me like, oh, I'm going to wait until I like feel more creative or I'm going to go to like, I'm going to book a trip to Costa Rica so I'm creative. Well, good luck with that because right. you're not going to feel any more creative at any point unless you demand it. So I really believe that mm-hmm. when you call on creativity and you start to demand it, and when I say demand it, it means you have to take action. You literally have to sit at your computer and sometimes it would take me an hour of writing for my book to even get something good. So what happens is creativity becomes a habit and there are going to be days when the creativity that is a habit will work and there will be days when it won't. It's just like exercise. You don't wait to exercise for when you want to. I would be, yeah, it would be a problem. You'd be upset. (laughs) It would be... Eating hoagies at home going, when am I going to feel like I want to work out? And yeah, it'd be Never. 20 hoagies in. And it- <laughs> You know what that reminds me of? Hmm. The, um, the book, uh, War of Art. Have you oh, read that book? with Stephen Pressfield? Yeah. It's like one of my favorite books ever. That's such a good book. Oh my God. And it talks about the creative process. Yeah. And it's, it's like, I believe his quote is the closer to your life's purpose that you are, the more resistance you feel around it. Yeah. So... With that being said, you're not going to like the thing that you want to do is probably going to be the thing you least want to do. So yes. like I wanted to write a book so bad, but when it actually came down to hmm, sitting down and writing a book, I felt like a three-year-old every time I was like tantrum, like inner tantrum, not wanting to sit. Yeah. That resistance. What, what do you have most resistance around right now? Like in life, in work, like what's a real challenge for you, even though you can still get it done. But every time you go, like before you do it, you're just like, I, it's walking through our front door, isn't it? No, I'm just kidding. (laughs) 
It's waking I have up. you. Okay, so we have those new like ring things. What is it called? Ring, like when you go at the front door and yeah. it like gets you on camera. I see you like outside for you five do? minutes before you come in. No, I <laughs> I didn't know that was a camera. I thought it was a a nice little doorbell. Well, full-blown camera. You're on camera. (laughs) Well, then I'm going to change my routine. Yeah. (laughs) Then I'm not going to stand there for five minutes anymore. You do this like you stick your tongue out. You throw up your middle fingers every morning. You're like, I get it off. (laughs) Every night. (laughs) So I've noticed every night you turn around and flip off the front door when you leave. (laughs) Does that mean anything? (laughs) Are we okay? (laughs) Are we on good terms or is there something you want to tell me? (laughs) And I noticed you toilet papered our house last night. (laughs) Yeah. Happy Halloween in February. Oh, I thought that was on the list of me to decorate. Yeah. You said you wanted toilet paper on your house. (laughs) Oh, Oh, Lord. Okay. So what is it? Oh, that I have resistance around? Yeah. Probably. I don't love social media stuff. Mm. Mm-hmm. That's always like, uh, mm. I'd rather not. Yeah. You're good at it though. <laughs> I don't really like it. I know, but you're good at it. <laughs> Thanks. I hate it too. Okay. Um, <laughs> which is funny because I love once it's up and it's out Yeah, and I'm like, oh, that feels good. And I'm glad that we're putting great stuff into the world, mm-hmm. but it's, ch- it's, yeah, it's time consuming. Yes. And it's, I don't know why it's so hard like I to don't type. Either. On a phone. There's so many cool things out there too. I know. It's not really that big of a deal. It's not. Just but I get it. it. I hear you. That's how I feel about everything in my life. I'm like, yeah. really? Are you kidding me right now? And then, but when you're doing it, it's real. So yeah. that's okay. It's okay. Because I think a lot of people feel that way. Mm-hmm. So you just freed them. They were in vines before that. They oh. were bound up. Well, congratulations. You're not in that anymore. No, you're free. You're free. As a bird. We were just talking about yeah, birds. birds are Wooden birds. You're as free as a wooden bird. Oh, which I don't is not think that's free. free. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Next question. Oh, uh, you know what? That was three questions, but I have a question for Ooh, you. Ooh, throw it at me. Okay. What are you afraid of? <gasps> oh, what am I afraid well, of? Well, it kind of sounded like you were afraid just then. <gasps> yeah. I, I'm like, I'm not sure. I know that there, I actually know there's, there's probably a few things. Um, it doesn't have to be anything big. Well, now you're just letting me off the hook. So no, I'm you don't have saying, to be nice during this. Well, it's kind of a hard question. Okay, here's. I mean, I think I'm afraid of dying because I don't fully know where I'm going yet. But I'm yes. also not as afraid of it as I think a lot of people are. Mm-hmm. But I. Th- think the whole journey is to like surrender to that. And the fear always tells me that, that I need to build more faith. So for me, yes. it's actually a sign. I'm always like, okay, more faith, more faith. And like figuring that out. So when there's fear, I think it's a sign to figure it out, which I'm on that path to do. Yes. I think coming from a really religious background, I think a lot of people can have fear around different things, especially if they've left certain religions or done certain things, there can be fear there yes. around really researching and looking at what their truth is. Mm-hmm. So that's one. And that's a big, that's the biggest one. <laughs> that's a big one. You did a good, like, you that's really the biggest one. Okay. <laughs> Take my you're, pulse. I'm you're safe stadium. now. You're safe now. Okay. I'm in a safe space. All right. Honestly, number two, I've got a lot of fears every single day. Um, 
I'm, I want to make sure that I'm actually feeling afraid every day in some way because then yeah. I'm expanding. And if I don't feel fear and face it every day, I have the personality where I will become a hermit. Me too. I, it's real. It's easy to hermit. It's so easy to hermit. It's easy to like start to not even want to do things that I used to enjoy because I forget if I don't do them often. Yeah. Right down to like even going on friend dates. Like if I get mm-hmm. far enough away from it and I'm like, I start making a story in my head to make it bad. Isn't that funny? And when I say bad, I just mean like make it why yeah. I don't want to go or why I shouldn't go. And it's like, are you kidding me? If you're making up these stories right now, you need to go. Got to get your butt in that car. Why are we like that? Just because it's part of being human. Uh, but not all humans are like that. Not all of them, but they have their own different struggles. Like what? I mean... It, is Adam like that? Does he go like, does he want to... Is he more of an in, introvert or is he extroverted? He's more extroverted. Mm. And I'm an extrovert too, but I also can do the same thing you're talking about. Yeah. When I'm not around people or go for a long period of time without contacting a friend or not doing something, then I'm like, oh, I should just stay in this place forever. <laughs> you're like, exactly. what? No, you shouldn't get out there, you weirdo. Like, what are you doing? And you don't even like the thoughts you have when you no. are alone. And then you go out and you have a great time. And yeah. it's like, why was getting coffee with my friends so hard? <laughs> it's not hard. For real. For yeah. real. It's, Why is that? I don't know. I find that the more you just have to, it really helped me when I had a standing, ongoing, walking date with one of my friends. Yes. Just know like every Wednesday morning, you better get your butt over there. Okay. That's so crazy. You said that because I was just thinking about doing that this week because I used to have that where I actually walked with someone almost every day. Like I would walk with a friend every day when I lived in Minneapolis. And um, it was one of the best things that has ever happened to me. And I just kind of got out of the habit. Like I do it with Chris, obviously, but that can be your safety zone for sure. Yes. But I think like once a week, I have got to make a standing date again. And I did this for so... You guys have wrote a book on it. Yeah. And, and so I think it's important to hear how easy it is to revert back to not getting yourself out there every single week. Yes. So I get myself out there a lot, but this is like, I need just some friend time where it's yeah. not like, oh, let's connect on business and working together, which is also awesome. So but great. you also need like just no business, just, just walking and yeah, getting out there. So, okay. I think a lot of people can un- fully understand that. Yes. All right. I have a question for you. Okay. What is it? What's your secret dream? Oh my gosh. Well, like I just thought of a real dream I had the other night. <laughs> that was really mad. I can't wait. Tell me. Um, I was riding. I have a really old horse back yeah. home and I was riding her through you the do? ocean. Yes. How did I not know this? What's her name? Her name's Dolly. I don't think I know this. She's just, she's just sitting there eating some grass right now. Why have you not spoken about Dolly? I don't know. I guess it never really comes up. Does your mom ride Dolly? No, she's she's really old and one of her, uh, she has a little thing in her leg. Oh, what's that? That a thing. I don't know why I said that. It's not like she has like something I was sticking like, is, out. Does she have a salami in there or no, she's like a metal of, pipe? She just needs to be retired. Let's just say Got she's it. retired. She's just enjoying life. Oh, Dolly's like on the rocking Yes. The rocking porch. Is yes. that right? The rocking porch? Yeah. she's Rocking chair. She's on, on the porch. Rock. Yes. <laughs> she's just eating grass, doing her thing. When I have someone build my house, I'm going to be like, could you install a rocking porch for my horse? I'll have a rocking porch, please. 
<laughs> the whole thing rocks so Dolly can sit up here. They'll <laughs> <laughs> be like, okay, uh, uh, you're from the South. Yeah. So Dolly. And oh, so you had a dream that you're riding her yeah, through the ocean. I had a dream that I was riding her on the beach and through the ocean and it was so free and, oh, and wow. magical and it just made me feel good. Question on that. Yes. If you were a dream translator, like if you were the dream whisperer. Yes. I don't know why I can't stop laughing. (laughs) Would you, what would you say is waiting to feel free in your life? Ooh, I feel like I've gotten into a routine on some Mm. things and just need to try something new. Dolly wants to tear that shit up. (laughs) Come ride me in the ocean. (laughs) Come on, Evans. Come on, get back on. This is my secret dream, too. Get on my back in the ocean. Oh, my God. Maybe you were riding her in the ocean because it's possible on her joints. <gasps> she needs the water for her joints. You know, racehorses do that pool stuff. Water aerobics. You got to call your mom now. What? It, get yeah. her. Get Dolly to the ocean. <laughs> mom, take her to the ocean. Just let her go. See what happens. I'll Dolly see her would when be she like, <laughs> Dolly would be like, mm, no. <laughs> Do you have any vodka? <laughs> I don't want to feel pain anymore. Just kidding. Dolly's fine. She's totally fine. Yeah. Seriously. She's no super pain. happy too. For anyone out there, she's not in pain. Yeah, no. She's great. Does she listen to Dolly Parton by chance? She loves Dolly Parton. She like, working nine to five. <laughs> what a way to make a living. <laughs> All right. (laughs) Okay. Well, um, so secret dream. That's it. Just riding in the ocean on Dolly's back. Yeah. Just being a a free little gypsy. I think there's a bit of that that could be added in your life. Yeah. I don't know why. I'm in California. Like, look at me. I'm in a puffy vest that's like up to my eyeballs. Maybe that's what. You know what? I got a flowy goddess dress with your name on it. I do. I know you do, Lori. <laughs> I got 20 of them, Evans. I got a bunch of turtlenecks you can borrow. Oh, okay. Actually, I've been into turtlenecks. Yeah, I feel like I've seen you in one turtleneck. Yeah. It's super cute. Yeah, I have people call me Evans when I'm in them. Is that weird? I'm just no. kidding. I really like my turtlenecks. I feel like very business sporty. Yeah, like... Yeah. Posh spice. Like the woman from Moonlighting. What's Moonlighting? What? Wait, is that the movie with the share? No, it was with the guy from um it was Bruce Willis. Look it up. Moonlighting. Some walk by night, some walk by day. That's not the right words, but Moonlighting strangers, we got lost on the way. I'm sorry. <clears throat> Do you see the Wait. woman? No, I don't know if this is the right movie. It looks kind of a Polish contractor leads a group of workmen to London so they can provide cheap labor for government officials. Do you think I'd watch that <laughs> in the 80s? Are no. you sure it's not Moonstruck? Moonlighting, it's a TV series. Oh, and everybody who's listening either knows Moonlighting and you were obsessed with it. <gasps> Bruce Willis was in it. And so yeah. was Sybil. Yes. Oh, it was so incredibly good too. And the theme song is just uh, out of this world, you guys. Out of this world. Just kidding. I don't know. I was eight. I was eight. I was like 
just, it was the thing. So it seems it was on for four years. So it must've been a good show. It? I feel like it 85 was 85 to 89. I feel like it was the theme song of my life. 85 to 89. That means I was, I was between six like and 10. Between six to 10, apparently I watched the show about, there was a lot <laughs> where the two adults had so much sexual tension and apparently I picked up on that. So, you know, hey, <laughs> all right. you know, you know, six to 10, that was my show. Some if, people like Sesame Street. I liked Moonlighting. You were watching Moonlighting. <laughs> oh, just dreaming about the turtleneck you're going to wear. And look just like Sybil. I was. God, she was good. No, that's a woman. All right. So, so any closing words? <clears throat> I think we've learned a lot today. I do too. I'm scared to say anything else. I, I am too. Sometimes you can give too much wisdom for one day. So you guys, we're so grateful for you. Please make sure you're submitting your questions if you want some really questionably awesome answers. Um, <laughs> and you're going to love them. You just are. And if you, you really don't, are. don't let us know. So don't tell us don't, but we love your reviews. They mean the world to us. We hope you've been loving your mugs and your tank tops because people have been uploading them Evans and it's been (gasps) so freaking cute. Do they get, well, I'm not going to tell what's in them. What's in what? You know, when they get, when they open their car. Oh yeah. No, I don't even know. Oh, you don't. Okay. (laughs) Just kidding. I do know. Uh, I don't. Oh yeah. That's right. Okay. Awesome. Amazing. All right, you guys. So until next time, earn your happy and we're so grateful for you. Bye-bye. Bye. Thank you guys so much for spending this time with me on the Earn Your Happy podcast. I am so glad that you stopped by. If you could take one second to share this episode with someone you think would love it, that would be absolutely amazing and we would be forever grateful. Also, please leave us a review if you feel so moved by going to iTunes and leaving us an honest thought, an honest comment. Tell us what you think. Tell us what you want to hear more. Of. It would really help us out on our journey to helping thousands and thousands of people. Until then, don't forget to earn your happy. Thanks again, guys. Bye-bye. Hey, thanks for listening to the podcast. And I want to make sure that you have my phone number and I'm not kidding. Did you know that I have a community text number? For real. My phone number is 310-496-8363. This goes directly to my phone. All you have to do is text the word daily to 310-496-8363. And I literally text you every single day, Monday through Friday. I actually just got done 30 seconds ago texting a bunch of people back. And I talk to you all of the time. You guys, people always ask me how I got my community text number and how it works. Well, all you have to do is you can just go to community.com and get your own. Community makes it easy to get a phone number that you can use to build your audience using text. People just text you at your number and they're added to your group. 
then you can text them out audios, video links, anything you want. You guys, I text out happy birthday videos. I love to send podcast links, thoughts about life, book recommendations, uh, different events that I'm doing in the local area. Texting gets me out of the noise of social media and directly into your hand. And now you can start texting your people too. Just go to community.com to get your phone number. They give you a 10 digit real phone number, not those weird short codes that look like spam, but it's more than a phone number. Your new number comes with an inbox for SMS and texting. This means you can actually manage your text list from your computer and an app on your phone. You can schedule texts to send at certain times and to certain groups. You can even set up auto replies or let your assistant or customer service team answer your text messages via community's awesome dashboard. Just go to community.com and ask for a free demo. They'll show you how it works and get you your number. It's time to start texting your audience versus just posting on social media. Everyone uses community for that. So go check them out at community.com. I can tell you it's not just great for communicating with my audience, but Chris and I use community and our texts to also sell out our launches. I'm telling you, you get such an incredible response because you really are creating a true deep sense of community and it's so intimate. It's freaking amazing. Go check it out at community.com. Hey, I know if you're listening to this podcast that you have big dreams and big goals. And one of the things that can really stop you is struggling with your marketing. Trust me, I have been there. Are you using 10 different systems just to build your online business? Then I want you to try Kajabi. Kajabi helps you build your web pages, set up funnels, and sell your courses, content, coaching, or communities. You've been hearing me talk a lot about funnels on this podcast and the importance of your email list. You can get a free trial at kajabi.com. That's K-A-J-A-B-I.com. I've talked about Kajabi before, but here's something that's super cool and new. They just rolled out an AI assistant for creating your online course curriculum. And this means you just type in a topic that you want to create on a course or webinar and bam, it's just generates a sample outline for you. It takes a ton of the hard work away. Of course, you're going to customize it to be your own, but this really helps you get over the struggle of how in the world to start which is where most people stop. If you're like me, starting is always the hardest part and that's what makes Kajabi so popular. They've made it easier for creators to build web pages, build courses, build coaching programs, build membership sites, build checkout pages, and build email funnels. So if you're struggling with any of those, you gotta go check it out. Go to kajabi.com. Kajabi was really the first all-in-one system and is trusted by over 100,000 creators. I think that's good enough for me. Also as influencers and marketers use this and now their smart AI platform makes it easy to take what you know and turn it into an online course and business. Go start building with a free trial at kajabi.com. That's K-A-J-A-B-I.com. Hey all, I'm so excited to share with you, Earn Your Happy is now part of Growth Day Podcast Network. A bunch of us are coming together to bring more growth to the world and support shows and brands that we truly believe in. And one of my friends is also on the network and I'd love for you to go subscribe to his show. You guys, Trent Shelton has the most incredible podcast. It's called Straight Up with Trent Shelton. And it's going to remind you that you 
are built for this. I have heard Trent speak in person multiple times. I've listened to his podcast a ton. He's coming on the show and I literally cannot wait because this man just spits straight fire. It is like truth that goes to your core and makes you take action right away. If you want one of those podcasts that when you're just out on a walk, you can't help but want to start running and run through a wall in your life, this is the show to go listen to. So you guys make sure that you go subscribe to the show straight up with Trent Shelton. You're going to love it.